You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Welcome back to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast. Mike here. Just reading the Bible like it makes a difference, right? It's made a difference in my life, made a difference in yours, I hope. So let's just read it like it matters. Paul is continuing to hit the hot topics of the day surrounding Christianity. The biggest being Christianity was founded on Jesus, a Jew for Jews, right? And the Jews had many rules and requirements given by God, the most famous one being circumcision. But when God opened up salvation through faith in Jesus to literally anyone who believed, whether or not they were Jews, that left everyone wondering, but do I have to do the Jewish stuff? Like, especially that one? And people disagreed about this. And the church in Rome was a mix of Jews and Gentiles, and Paul could have easily offended the Jews or isolated the Gentiles based on how he addressed the topic. So, at the end of last chapter, Paul started to draw a line, not between Jews and Gentiles, but relying on the law versus relying on faith, a line between a physical issue, and a faith issue. So let's read Romans chapters 3 and 4 as he navigates this tricky situation. Then what advantage does a Jew have? Or what's the profit of circumcision? Much in every way, because first of all, they were entrusted with the revelations of God. For what if some were without faith? Will their lack of faith nullify the faithfulness of God? May it never be. Yes, let God be found true, but every man a liar, as it's written, that you might be justified in your words and might prevail when you come into judgment. But if our unrighteousness commends the righteousness of God, what will we say? Is God unrighteous who inflicts wrath? I, I speak like men do. May it never be. For then how will God judge the world? For if the truth of God through my lie abounded to his glory, why am I also still judged as a sinner? Why not, as we are slanderously reported and as some affirm that we say, let's do evil that good may come? Those who say so are justly condemned. What then? Are we better than they? No, in no way. For we previously warned both Jews and Greeks that they are all under sin. As it's written, there is no one righteous. No, not one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks after God. They have all turned away. They have together become unprofitable. There is no one who does good. No, not so much as one. Their throat is an open tomb. With their tongues they've used deceit. With the poison of vipers is under their lips. Their mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways. The way of peace they haven't known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now, we know that 
whatever things the law says. It speaks to those who are under the law, that every mouth may be closed and all the world may be brought under the judgment of God, because by the works of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For through the law comes the knowledge of sin. But now, apart from the law, a righteousness of God has been revealed, being testified by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ, to all and on all those who believe. For there's no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God sent to be an atoning sacrifice through faith in his blood for a demonstration of his righteousness through the passing over of prior sins in God's forbearance, to demonstrate his righteousness at this present time that he might himself be just and the justifier of him who has faith in Jesus. Where then is the boasting? It's excluded. By what kind of law? Of works? No, but by a law of faith. We maintain, therefore, that a man is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Isn't he the God of Gentiles also? Yes, of Gentiles also, since indeed there is one God who will justify the uncircumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith. Do we then nullify the law through faith? May it never be. No, we establish the law. What then will we say that Abraham, our forefather, has found according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not toward God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now to him who works, the reward is not counted as grace, but as something owed. But to him who doesn't work but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. Even as David also pronounces blessing on the man to whom God counts righteousness apart from works, blessed are those whose iniquities are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whom the Lord will by no means charge with sin. Is this blessing then pronounced on the circumcised or on the uncircumcised also? For we say that faith was accounted to Abraham for righteousness. How then was it counted? When he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision? Not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. He received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith which he had while he was in uncircumcision, that he might be the father of all who believe, though they might be in uncircumcision, that righteousness might also be accounted to them. He is the father of circumcision to those who not only are of the circumcision, but also who walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had in uncircumcision. For the promise to Abraham and to his offspring that he should be heir of the world wasn't through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if those who are of the law are heirs, faith is made void, and the promise is made of no effect. For the law produces wrath, for where there is no law, there is disobedience. For this cause, it is of faith, 
that it may be according to grace to the end that the promise may be sure to all the offspring, not only to that which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it's written, I have made you a father of many nations. This is in the presence of him who he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls the things that are not as though they were. Besides hope, Abraham in hope believed, to the end that he might become a father of many nations, according to that which had been spoken, so will your offspring be. Without being weakened in faith, he didn't consider his own body, already having been worn out, he being about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. Yet, looking to the promise of God, he didn't waver through unbelief, but grew strong through faith, giving glory to God, and being fully assured that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Therefore, it was also credited to him for righteousness. Now, it was not written that it was accounted to him for his sake alone, but for our sake also, to whom it will be accounted, who believe in him who raised Jesus, our Lord, from the dead, who was delivered up for our trespasses and was raised for our justification. We Christians in the 21st century don't struggle with the issue of wondering if we need to follow the Jewish law, but we very much struggle with the issue of feeling like we need to do something to earn God's favor, like if we do enough right things, God will approve, or God will owe us, or God will reward us. But God doesn't give us credit considering us righteous because we're good enough. He saw Abraham's faith and credited it as righteousness. Can he see your faith the same way? That's the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Out Loud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.